0: Nobody knows what is true.
1: Ain't none of your damn business. And now for something completely different. Hello? What
0: I do is uh, I look a woman up and down and I say,
2: I'm coming to join you.
3: You want to get into things?
1: Well, I mean... No, no,
3: no, no, no. Let's
1: get into things. Let's get real. Everybody, BoJack wants to get real. Cancel the bubble round, because we're getting real.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to No Time <laughs> to Binge. Dylan, where are you? I am mostly here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, my name is Dylan. Uh, this is No Time to Binge, a show where we watch part of something and then lie about the rest uh, I am from some nobodies. I am joined by Into the Zacklands, Michael Kung Fulby, and of course B the uh other compatriots in my Kung Fu fighting uh
3: foursome. High fantasy horse shit.
1: Yeah, we're talking this week
0: we're talking this week about AMC. It's a weird so way Football. to talk about this show. <laughs> We're talking this week about <laughs> Into the Badlands, the show on AMC, which combines Lucia with uh, post-apocalypse and some Southern goth- uh, gothic stuff, and uh, <laughs> eventually a whole lot of this, like high fantasy, like nonsense. So
1: and and steampunk, a little
0: bit of steampunk in there.
1: So well, I guess uh, for like peop- the copper or something. Here.
0: What's that? Copper punk?
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, did, I didn't I did write that joke in case anybody is uh, shaking their head right now. No, you
0: didn't write anything for this episode. Okay. So, Not that uh, yeah. anybody
3: knows about.
0: Uh, ooh. So uh, for those who don't know, Into the Badlands is set in a post-apocalyptic world about 500 years in the future. Uh, a war left civilization in ruins. Some elements of technology still exist, like electricity, cars, crossbows, automation, that sort of thing. But for the most part, Violence is accomplished through melee weapons, and that's about and hand-to-hand combat. It's set primarily in what seems to be remnants of the American South, uh, near the Rocky Mountains, near the Mississippi River, that sort of thing. A lot of opium, a lot of a lot of sweat and mud, and uh
3: yeah, it stars, <laughs>
0: it's stars just Daniel weird Wu. You like
2: that. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: All right, is, can, it is, can, it is a
3: filthy show. This show is oh,
0: dirty.
2: Yeah, a lot of blood a lot of gross. sweat
0: a lot of mud it's pretty cool uh but yeah, yeah it's got it daniel was... Wu as sunny it's got uh aramis knight as mk it has uh let's oh man who who all's in this emily beecham as minerva better known as the widow and the first season and some other stuff has uh oh what's his name he's very good as quinn the bad guy Nick
1: Frost, uh, no, Nick Frost no. is in it later. He's in the end. Um, <laughs> oh, you're thinking of uh, a Martin Martin, yeah. Martin, yep. Sokus? Sokus. Martin. Martin Chokus. yeah. Martin Freeman, yep.
0: Socus, Socus. Martin Martin Socus as Quin Baggins himself. Martin yeah, Freeman, the, the preeminent it. Baron and a former Clipper and uh, the antagonist of at least the first season. So, I'm gonna throw it this question to someone on the panel. What happened in the first episode of this thing?
1: So here's the thing about the show that people oh, might not let's, know. <laughs> let's,
0: let's get let's talk about how the show has gone so far in between we went, seasons one and
1: two. So <laughs> season one, we had a really cool idea, right? And then we're like, this idea is pretty cool. We should keep it going. But we wanted to like revamp and we wanted to expand uh, our cast list. So we got like eight people together, and immediately <laughs> every new person we got together was like, now we're out. So we had this idea maybe a year ago. <laughs> I have no idea.
2: And we have, do...
0: For the record, the first episode of this show aired on YouTube
1: 10 months ago. See? Okay. So so we were we did all over nine episodes, and we had this idea to do Into the Badlands, which is one of Dylan's favorite shows. And then you know, life <laughs> happened and the world happened. Mm-hmm. And uh I, I got sick for a little bit. And then Michael pretended to be sick. Uh, that was sick for one week for Pete's sake. No. <laughs> but, listen, Pete got real sick and he's not back. Yeah, <laughs> so no. so episodes for Pete's sake. Yeah. Pete uh, so in, so in
3: we're
0: resting, keeping, we actually, keeping track with the other shows that we've done.
1: I stayed consistent and I was here every week. <laughs> Thanks, Dylan, you prick. So, anyway, so we watched the first and last episode of this probably six months ago. And then we're like, hey, we're really interested in the show. Let's do it again. And then B was kind of knocking down our cell phone doors, being like, I want to do this show. And we're like, all right, chill out, B. Let's get this show going. So then we watched the show again, first and last episode. And then we took another hiatus for some reason. So now we haven't, I haven't seen episode one in maybe six months. Yeah. But what I think happens, what I think happens is I think that the main character, Sonny, who wears leather and Mm -hmm. rides a copper motorcycle. He hates people. He kills a lot of people and he finds some people and he's like, I don't want to kill you. And they're like, no, you should kill us. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll kill you. (laughs) So he kills all those people. And he opens up in
3: one of the coolest fight scenes I've ever, I've watched this fight scene on YouTube, like eight or nine times. I watch it like once a month just to remind myself of how cool this fight
1: scene is. He folds one guy in half, and it is one of the best things I've ever seen. So then he finds out that these these punks that he didn't want to kill, but then ultimately kills, has a a treasure chest, and inside of it is a a young boy. So Sonny's like, hey, Mm -hmm. young boy, why don't you hop on my motorcycle, and I'll feed you some slop. (laughs) So he brings him to this broke-down ruins, where he's like, listen, these kids are going to kick your ass almost every day but trust me, you're going to like it. And then he's like, I'm probably not going to like this. And he's like, yeah, you're going <laughs> to like it. So then we meet uh, 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 Martin Sokus, who is you know Quinn. And Quinn's like, hey, listen, you know what I like? Boys beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> and you're going to do that for me. It's either that or I think you're going to pick heroin. <laughs> and then I kind of forget what happens at the end of that episode. But I'm pretty sure that Donnie Yen... Sonny shows us all of his uh, 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 scars because he's uh, a sad boy who kills. Mm-hmm. And then the young boy really wants to eat food. So he decides to, to to kill people, to fight people as a clipper. And I think that's it. Does anyone else have anything to add?
2: Didn't he, like, find out he's having a baby, too? Wasn't that, yes. like, or was that a fever dream?
0: No, uh, Sonny's wife or partner. Okay unmarried uh, secret secret partners oh.
1: pregnant
2: that's right Scandalous. in the first episode
0: mm-hmm. clippers aren't Correct. allowed to have
3: kids
1: yeah true uh there, and there Michael, was a what, tunnel there
3: was a tunnel that sunny sent the young man through to mm-hmm. escape and oh, it, yeah. it, it took him out right outside of the compound mm-hmm. yeah which i i felt was not the best place for him to come out because there were like Armed guards around the yeah. perimeter of the place, and a lot of red
1: flowers, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, yeah, I remember that fight scene, <laughs> the kid in the box. Um, and uh, I think that that kid ends up being a villain of the show.
1: Well, I, whoa, 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 oh, nope, no pre spoilers <laughs> in, in in to, to fill in
0: some gaps, uh. MK, the young boy. Yeah. uh, When he gets hurt, his eyes turn black and he gets super strength and really mean. And he hurts the other kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, And Sonny sees this and is like, hey, yeah, I'll help you get your necklace back. uh, But you need to escape. Meanwhile, there was a necklace. (laughs) Sonny gets ambushed by a bunch of people in pork (laughs) pie hats with katanas and fights them in the rain. And the widow, Emily Beecham, is like, hey, there's a boy in the fort with a pendant with this sign on she holds up like a book or something she goes i need that pendant or the book or something uh bring them to me and i'll you know i'll make it worth your while or something sonny's like eh and then the the episode happens uh you realize that
1: um is it is it quinn's son like the guy with the weird eye who's like have you ever seen this pendant before and sonny's like no maybe although i although i have
0: he has a bum leg Quinn's son has a bum leg.
1: Hmm. No, it's... uh, I think he has something wrong with his eye. His name's Oliver Stark. Like from Game of Thrones? He plays Ryder. Oh, yes.
0: Ryder is Quinn's son. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the first episode of
1: Into the Badlands.
3: That made just as much sense as uh, what I
1: remembered. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember the black eye stuff in the first episode. But I remember the rest (laughs) of (laughs) it, though. Uh, and, he, and fights one the, he, he fights one. He fights the bully,
0: and the bully like scrap, like cuts him with a knife or something. And MK's eyes get all cloudy and black, and he
1: yeah. like, throws
0: a piece of glass at the kid and gets him in the face, ah. and then he now, passes
1: out. Now, when we decided to redo this, I was like, I'm not gonna watch the first episode. Mm-hmm. I got this. I got mm-hmm. that locked. Uh, it is. <laughs> it is a, a steel trap, right? Mm-hmm. And I put on the very last episode. Mm-hmm. Which is season three, episode uh, ten or something, right? Uh, I believe it's thirteen, but yes, thirteen. And the first thing that I see is I think Cole from Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. a fake Arya Stark, Simon Pegg's friend, mm-hmm. uh, Sunny, uh, a, a red-haired witch, <laughs> and <laughs> and the bad guy is. Somebody completely different.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh.
1: And his mommy. And his mom, I think, or lover. I'm not really sure. I think they they kind of want to get married. That's a big
2: difference. You better figure that out. Well,
1: I don't know. I I thought it was his mother. I (laughs) thought so, too, until they're like, we're going to be married or we're going to have a child. or I forget. Something made me think, like, oh, they're actually – maybe they're a couple. Hmm. But then, like, the kid from the trunk that was in episode one, now – looks like prince zuko from avatar mm-hmm. he's got like his head's burned off uh and he is like you know, rocking longer hair and i'm like oh now he's the bad guy. Look. yeah it's a look it's, it's fine look. It, he could definitely wear some leather which is fine but we find out that i guess they just completely forgot about heroin they're like we don't need the heroin anymore we're gonna do this other stuff now mm-hmm. that makes everyone's eyes black because we're now snorting magic mm-hmm. um and shit gets wild in the last one Mm-hmm. i'm like wait this is not the same show so I, I had, had the,
0: the
3: same exact thought yeah. i had the thought this is not the same yeah. show i'm like why
1: is mortal Kombat in this who are any of these people except yeah for Sunny? who is
3: this who is this fellowship of the rings that we're <laughs> walking around with well let's well
0: we will fill in after we complete talking about the final episode okay yeah because oh, after all you you all watched the in between so i'm going to ask you how you yeah, of course. i'm going to ask some of you to summarize how the fellowship came together but first yes. let's let's end the series and finish uh of course the episode is called seven strike is one because all the yeah. episode con- uh, naming conventions are either real or fake martial arts
3: moves sick is there um, an episode, I didn't notice when I was watching, but is there an episode called Monkey Steals the Peach? Uh, it's a bonus episode no. after season two. Okay.
0: Well,
1: it's, it's okay, honestly, it's called Monkey Steals the Pear, so let's not <laughs> glaze over this stuff. Uh, also, at one point, we find out that fake Arya Stark is maybe Mortal Kombat's daughter, and she sacrifices herself after calling that one lady mom, right? Is <laughs> Didn't that happen? And yes. it's like, oh, I can't believe you are my kid. Oh, and then Mortal yeah. Kombat's like, wait, you were our kid? <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And then uh, Nick Frost is like, I don't know why I'm in this, but I have a lot of weight on. And um, I don't know anything that happens with Sonny in the last episode at all. I he, know he fights he, pretty good. Yeah.
3: And doesn't he get killed and then resurrected? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He yes. does. He,
1: yeah, he, he does get yes. killed. Yes. Yeah, because like the, the bad dude with the real black eyes with the possible mom wife, uh he <laughs> he puts some real hurting mm-hmm. on on our friends. And the mom and like, wife gets
3: put on a boat and sent down the river like Moses.
1: Yeah, because because uh uh black eyes, bad guy, he's like, Listen, mom wife, are you against me or are you with me? And then she's like, I don't know. And he's like, Ah, oh, I knew you were against me. And she's like, fine, I'm out of here on a boat. Um, But what happened with Simon Pegg's friend? What did he do? Uh, He fights. Does he have a hammer? He has a He has a nunchucks. He's a nunchuck. That's it. That's what I hated. I'm like, nunchucks? Okay, whatever. Uh, So Simon Pegg's uh, friend is is whipping the nunchucks around. And uh, I'm pretty sure Mortal Kombat, um, he is the one that does the final blow on the bad guy because his daughter just died. And he found out that his baby's mama was a mama mm-hmm. and is going to be again, because I think she's still pregnant. Is that the same woman for the first episode who's <laughs> pregnant? Is she pregnant for three seasons? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. You can't prove that. I can't prove
0: that. You're right. We <laughs> you don't watch the same show. Yeah. Well, well, the entire she... thing all the way through. Yeah. But I don't
3: know
1: why. I you're... watch it through my lens.
3: Yes. In this world. People are pregnant for three years. Like that was a Mm -hmm. big plot point and they come out as four year
1: olds. Well, see, it's not really three years because all of season two was actually that that was a dream. Remember that at the end of season two, when uh, when Prince Zuko wakes up, he's like, oh, my God. Oh, this whole thing was a dream. Yeah, like, right. oh, but they, they, they only reveal that in
0: the bonus episode. Yeah, but yeah. it
3: was a dream, but it was also the dream that happened during the coma that he was in. So it took place in the same amount of time. It just didn't actually happen the way he dreamed that it happened.
1: All right, well, I guess that explains a lot. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But uh, just to fill in some gaps so we can finish
0: our talk on the final episode before we move into the stuff in between, yeah. uh, everybody fights the pilgrim and MK. Uh, they beat the pilgrim and mk sonny dies and then he doesn't and then they find a gun and the show's over
1: oh well, yeah well, that's right the gun we also forgot that sonny gets a he gets a special sword in the beginning that you're like whoa this is a special sword and then later it turns out it's not that special it doesn't do anything special it's just a sword yeah yeah remember when he opens that box he goes yeah
2: yeah, yeah, just like that
3: it. dirty ass gun that he finds in the dirt and it doesn't work as a gun.
2: So <laughs> is, is, gonna... no one, is no one going to talk about um, the scene where they revealed that this entire thing is just one big extravagant LARP? Did we all forget about that? Well, actually,
0: well, Dee, I, I was hoping you could actually elaborate okay.
2: on that. Okay, great. Right. Yeah, no, like when 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 it like flashed forward to like what everyone's actually doing, which is just kind of like sword fighting with foam swords in a field like outside of a high school i love that part i think it was genius yeah. really threw me off really surprised me actually i think it was great
1: yeah it yes. was and odd it- that season three of into the badlands they <laughs> were actually the actors of season one cosplaying as season one again
2: exactly and it's like
1: did you guys not even watch the season that's not how it went <laughs> it did make Whatever. the reveal of um the the
3: guy who was in the coma the fact that he just fell off of the swing set and it hit his head like that was more tragic than if it would have actually been post-apocalyptic and and he would have gotten you know actually mm-hmm. hurt like yeah, well, because
1: you're, you're not really I supposed mean, to see this swing set it was on a green screen so it was supposed to look like some kind of weird like llama horse thing or something that he tries to flip off of but yeah. yeah, we all know that he actually flipped off a swing set and fell. Into yeah, Oklahoma. it it was it was tragic because I I saw
3: a kid um hit his head after he jumped off the swing set and uh, it it brought back some some flashbacks. I didn't push him off the swing set like everyone in my class uh, was accusing me of.
2: Thank you, you for were, clarifying. No, you were I, actually it was keeping me up at night.
3: <laughs> now, Michael, you actually were a guest star.
0: Um... In that episode, would you mm-hmm. mind going into some of the uh, training that you went through so you could look convincing when you did your fight scenes?
3: Well, the thing is that they only had me going through um, military boot camp. Um, I learned how to shoot guns, I learned how to throw grenades, I was running through tires, and I didn't do any of that on the show. So I don't quite know why they had me go through boot camp for six weeks because all i ended up doing i mean i was the principal at the high school um where they were larping the stuff i mean i don't know if you could see because they did have me in like uh you know a sweater vest and you know i was wearing horn rim glasses and stuff uh they put a wig on me it was a whole production but i didn't do anything physical i came out and yelled at the kids and called you know nine one one for the kid who jumped off the swing set and hit his head. Um, so well, if, if, if you, mom,
2: re- if I you distinctly the... remember, you had to call his mother too.
1: Yeah,
3: but I, if you read I, the I novelization, them... they
2: actually told
3: me that that scene was cut. Uh, yeah, the the calling the mother part because it took a really long time because she was hysterical. I had to explain to her, and I said to the director, "I was like, I don't know if people are going to want to watch." a scene of just me on the phone for 10 minutes while a woman cries into the phone
1: so loud. But um, Yeah. Well, I mean, if you read the novelization, you would know that the principal character is only supposed to be a frail 85 pounds. So you went through boot camp, not really to learn anything.
2: uh, Oh, that makes
1: sense. See, I can't read, so I (laughs) never read the book. Yeah, and I covered for you on that one. I was like, he's not going to read it, but don't worry, I'll tell him.
2: I just okay. read the graphic well,
1: Yeah, you never it's did better. tell me, though. Um, yeah. I did well, get down to, to
3: 92 pounds. It was uh, impressive. So it was, was pretty close. Just... To, so to see a six foot one, you know, man of my frame get down to 92
1: pounds, it was almost scary. It was. Yeah, I mean, you went on—you went on that Christian Bale diet of what four cigarettes and a half an apple every day. Yes, Yep. Yeah. And you half were an just apple. chewing those yep. cigarettes down so fast in the morning. Yeah, I, was I, like, you I, should, I mean,
3: you span those out. Unfortunately, it did lead to a lifelong addiction of
1: uh, eating cigarettes. Yeah. Now, Dylan, as we know, uh, the first season was mostly about heroin, and mm-hmm. the third season was mostly about magic. Mm-hmm. Without being too derivative. What would you say the crux of the second season was? Uh, well, it, at its core, it's really about family.
0: You know, Sonny has his kid. And then uh, Nick Frost's character, Baji, is there. And he's got family inside the Badlands. They have to get back into the Badlands, which is where the title yeah. comes from. And, of course, you know, with the widow and her daughter, Tilda, and Chow being the father that you don't know. They don't they don't know about that, but they're very, very open about it early on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just this really really strong theme of family throughout and when Quinn comes back the second time he's like daddy's back and everybody has this really strange reaction to it um and then they wipe they just kind of wipe the slate clean and they're just like all right we're not talking about family anymore it's magic for the last episode for
1: the last season yeah. uh we're going to go for it yeah. See, it's, it's odd that it's odd that you took family out of season two because mm-hmm. to me it seemed like they were spending a lot of time on letting us know how bad caffeine was. It almost seemed like a whole season long PSA on caffeine and uh, the negative effects of lack of sleep and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They actually sped the fight scenes up in the second season by one point five to mm-hmm. exaggerate the effects of caffeine on the human body. Mm-hmm. Um, when you actually when you watch it at 0. 0.6 per, uh, speed. Mm-hmm. it actually translates a lot better to the screen oh okay yeah
2: i thought it was i thought it you know what now that you mentioned the caffeine thing i get that makes a lot of sense because i distinctly remember the character sunny turning right to the camera and saying caffeine not even once mm-hmm. yeah and then, yeah
1: well, he's I, like I, I he's like caffeine yeah. not even once yeah yeah, yeah.
3: well
2: i mean at the camera
3: you are gonna have headache. to
1: forgive you
3: are going to have to forgive Dylan for taking the family thing, because that was the season uh, with Vin Diesel in it Mm -hmm. and Michelle Rodriguez. And there was all the, the driving and uh, you know, the barbecues and the Corona's and all that stuff. Um, It, it, it It did sometimes overshadow the caffeine part of it um, where they were picking the coffee beans, you know, the, the one part where, uh, uh, what what is that guy's name? The blonde guy, um,
1: uh, uh, Theodore Paul. Rex.
3: No. Yeah, wait, yeah, Theodore Rex. They dug up his corpse and uh, he was reanimated. And he picked the uh, coffee beans and he cut them up and he snorted them and
1: he went. Wait, they they buried the animatronic of Theodore Rex. <laughs> yeah, yep. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I should have watched the behind the scenes on this thing. Mm-hmm. There's
3: a lot <laughs> of it there's so much there's so much extra stuff you would think for a show that only ran for three seasons that there would be you know maybe a commentary on an episode or something there is 19 hours of bonus stuff just like talking about every little thing there's books there's all those video games there's all those playstation 2 video games that came out like Mm -hmm. three generations ago like I don't know why they, they came out with PS2 games in twenty, you know, fifteen or whatever. But nostalgia. Um, it was a yeah, special
1: event release yep. for the second season. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's it's just so season so much two, extra into stuff.
1: the Badlands. Because I don't oh. know if you guys know this, Dylan, Dylan. So the the one time we were gonna do this show, uh, Dylan called me and he's like, "Hey, we're not gonna do the show. I don't feel good." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." He goes, "But I did find out that Into the Badlands originated as a web series called mm-hmm. In the Badlands," whereas this is a sequel into the Badlands. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the web the web series had a very smaller budget, and it was really the character who plays Sonny uh, going around on a razor scooter that was covered in brass. Uh, but he was doing a lot of heroin, so it's odd that they transitioned that into being I guess post apocalyptic because before
2: he would
3: just
1: walk around Oakland
2: Mm -hmm.
3: yeah and the
2: I didn't know that
3: this thing it was so popular um, that the porn parody uh, into the bimbos actually starred most of the actual cast of the show like they it was so popular that they were like we just want to be in this world so we are mm-hmm. going to, you know, we're going to get naked. We're going to have unsimulated sex for the porn parody of this mm-hmm. show that we're in, that we love, that everybody loves, and everybody's buying these books, and everybody's watching our YouTube, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Everybody's watching the, the director's commentary on mm-hmm. it. Um, and so anything I, we can do. I just want to
0: shout out the Make-A-Wish Foundation for really making that possible for that kid. Um, yeah a lot of
3: fans of this across a lot of generations and they Um, did fold him in half in that porn parody as
1: well just in
3: a different way
1: yeah well it was also weird because of you know (laughs) that child's parents were so religious that they actually had to do a spinoff show on pure flicks called into the goodlands and that was way different uh (laughs) but way different a lot more scripture really but Still steampunky, which is great. I mean, it's yeah. still
0: got family, it's still got heroin, it's still got magic. They just call it prayer. Yeah. yeah. And there
3: was there was no fighting in that one. everyone worked out their differences with mm-hmm. their words. Yeah. yeah. It was weird they kept calling heroin prayers. Like, you guys ready for <laughs> prayer time? Everybody was like, Ah, I just woke up. Oh, I can't wait to shoot those prayers right into my veins.
1: It's so oh, like of course prayers. Where?
2: I mean <laughs> it was really no. weird when like Jesus made a cameo in the porn parody, though. Well, it was Jesus, though. That was strange.
1: It was for Telemundo. And that was a really weird one. <laughs>
0: now, we've talked about like the, the family, the magic, the heroin, the caffeine, everything that ties it together, but the show is really about the fights and the choreography. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's present in the first one where everything's really grounded. It's present in the second one where there's a lot more wireworks. <clears throat> but in between, there's a lot of props, and every fight seems to have like a cornerstone stuff. And my personal favorites from season three were Baji, Nick Frost, kills a man with an octopus from a deli yeah um now just going around the circle uh starting with zach and just going around the clock uh favorite fight scene favorite prop from that fight scene and anything memorable you remember about it
1: yeah that's an easy one actually <coughs> i if, when you started this i'm like oh what kind of question I, I don't know uh but the one that stands out the most was that christmas episode mm-hmm. where uh uh simon Pegg's friend and uh, fake Mortal Kombat guy, where they both like took uh, branches from the Christmas tree and started like flapping each other. Where like you thought like, oh, this is gonna be a pretty badass fight, but then it really turned into like a giggle fest, and it really came down to a fight of patience i guess if anything else and you know after season two of the wire working like how are they going to top this and the thing was it was a mental battle it was how many times can you smack each other on the rear while running around the christmas fire uh before you realize hey guys this is a show about family why'd you forget that um so yeah i was gonna i I say it's probably uh season three episode two Mm -hmm. uh christmas into the badlands and um yeah it yeah the, the the christmas tree switch fighting I guess fighting.
0: Yeah. It's no, a, it, a gig, got, it was a good a, It's a conflict, for sure. It Just was, because you're... Yeah. yeah you
1: know. but I, mean, once, I was definitely rooting for one of them, I'll tell you and that. The, and they mm-hmm.
3: did have those, those uh, onesies with the back flaps that opened up, but mm-hmm. they also... Yeah. Once they got to the point where they were, you know hitting each other on the bottom of the feet and just giggling. It, it got a little bit I didn't just like that. long. It was just I didn't a little like bit that. Long. I didn't I didn't
2: long. on way yeah. too long. I agree. I'm yeah. like,
1: where's the choreography, guys? This is not what you are known for. This is yeah. not what I got from the web series, you know, the prequel web series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and B, same question.
2: Okay. So I really liked um I think it was season three, episode. Four, five, six. Uh, It was. It was in there. Um, It's been a while. It's been a while. Give me a minute. Mm -hmm. But it was when um, that kid's parent that like fell, like the kid that like fell off the swing set, right? Do you remember that? Yeah. Remember that. The parent actually came to the school with like a rubber flip flop and just beat the hell out of the principal do you remember that you would you would remember that Michael.
3: yeah yeah yeah. you yeah. were right that was yeah. episode four five and six it I went was... on through that <laughs> entire run okay i
2: yeah. was right fantastic i the the,
3: the, the good amazing. thing and i i didn't talk about this in the director's commentary part but uh i actually requested that that that's what happened um it's Genius. just you know yeah it's just a little fetish of mine um, yeah I sure. like it when moms come and and beat me up with flip flops.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: well, the, the, I mean, the cool thing was that she wore Uggs into the into the school, and mm-hmm. she had a purse full of flip flops, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she was just breaking them over everyone's
2: heads. I, it like, I think she had a Prada bag with flip flops.
1: Oh, is that what it was? It was I, I don't it it was know. A fashion
2: nice little, very it was a nice well. touch.
3: Yeah. I know they were know, very cheap flip flops. That yeah. was actually made for the show because oh, Prada doesn't make no. bags that big. Mm. They had to actually make one special for her so that she could fit all those flip flops in. And really good
2: advertising on Prada's part. And, and from it, what I heard, it, it's like
3: weird the... because they the prop department spent thousands of dollars on that bag, but then they had to go to Old Navy during One Dollar Flip Flop Day and just buy all of the flip flops.
1: Yeah, and the weird thing is, after the third, I think it was the third recording of that scene, all these kids were crying so much because these flip-flops were real, and they were vintage from the local Goodwills, so they actually had to start making the flip-flops out of uh, uh, sugar cane, so it would just break on impact, and not really hurt as much.
2: Uh, you know, that, that explained a lot, why they, like, just suddenly started breaking, just everywhere, God, just I'm like, wow, smashing. she's really hitting hard, like, yeah. yeah.
1: And she's like, this is magic. I'm like, I don't think so. I think
3: it's Hollywood. I I requested that, you know, she used all of the real flip flops on me. And I said, please don't use these on the kids. Get some prop flip flops that are going to break. And
1: yeah, because I remember you told you, Texas, you're like, I just said to this actor, I was like, "Uh, don't hit the kids, hit the principal. Yeah. I'm like,
0: damn. Yeah, yeah. What
1: a good line. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I, I said that, but they did cut that out. It is in the extras. Oh. It is in the deleted mm-hmm.
1: scenes, but... Uh, oh, that was a scripted line. I thought you just gave yeah, it yeah. up. No, like, no, no, oh, your no. Your improv no. is getting pretty good. No, I was no, oh, no. I'm terrible yeah. at improv. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. Yes, and Dylan. What? You were about to say something, and Michael yes. rudely interrupted you.
3: Yes, and... That's what um, I do. I, I rudely <clears> interrupt Dylan. Of course. Now, you like probably, you, right you now.
1: should not interrupt Dylan that much, though, because it really starts to irritate him. So just Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry,
3: Dylan. You were saying something.
0: Anyway. <laughs> now, of course, the Badlands are ruled by seven barons. They're the ones who keep kind of order. They're the families, so to speak, of the Badlands. And each one has like a realm that they're taking care of. So, like, Quinn was the Baron of Opium. The Widow was the Baron of Oil, and so on and so forth. Um, I just want to pose questions to the panel. If you were in the Badlands, which barony do you think that you would belong to or, like, want
3: to live in most and did, why? Did, did you not care which one was my favorite prop fight scene or <laughs> i thought you said the flip flop one as well i
0: thought no, you agreed. no no, with b. no
1: no i was oh. just giving b some how background do you, how do you on... not know michael's favorite scene when we talked about doing the show he goes wait is that the one with that fight scene and i'm like i'm not going to spoil it. i'll let michael talk about it. but yeah. he's been talking about this one fight scene for i'm playing uh, dumb so michael
0: will interrupt oh. me and continue the question but he apparently
3: <laughs> abandoned the bit
1: Oh so I was, no!
0: I, I didn't know we were. So I didn't know we were
1: doing
3: improv. I'm terrible at it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my favorite fight scene was in season two, the family season, where they kept going back to the different families, and there was a fight scene in episode four where they were down in the sewer, and they met uh, four uh, ninja teenage uh, turtle mutants. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had to fight these guys and then they took the Sonny took the uh, manhole cover off and he was beating the turtles with them and he beat three of them to death. And then the one with the nunchucks, the one that actually he got the nunchucks that Nick Frost uses Mm -hmm. from the last turtle, but that turtle actually was about to win the fight. And then he grabbed the manhole cover and he said, whoa, it's pizza time, dude. And he tried to eat the manhole cover and he choked to death on it. Yeah, um, I thought that was a very interesting fight scene. I like the way that it finished. And then Sonny took the nunchucks and he said, one day I'm going to meet that guy who is in Shaun of the Dead and I'm going to give these to him. And, and he did. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that is that is not the one that you were talking about for a long time.
3: I was trying to throw you off of my actual favorite, so that you didn't say that one.
2: I gotta say, though, that was a very underrated scene. It doesn't
3: work for the world building to establish that people still
0: remember Shaun of the Dead 500 years after the apocalypse.
3: And the fact that they used (laughs) the Ninja Turtle suits from the first movie, even after they're, like, decaying and falling apart, and they looked so gross, and they did it in the actual sewer so they had, like, Toilet paper stuck to them and like they were rolling around in actual feces made it Mm -hmm. all the more believable.
1: Yeah. Dedication to to the craft.
3: Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm glad I wasn't in that
1: season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's probably a good thing. Um, So,
3: backtracking a little bit, Michael,
0: same question.
1: Favorite fight scene? Go.
3: Uh, My favorite fight scene (laughs) is the one where Sonny opened up another box this was also in season one um Mm -hmm. he's in the woods he fights some more guys he opens another box and he says oh boy here we go again with another orphan child but it was actually just 500 pygmy monkeys Mm -hmm. and they just came out and they like swarmed him and he's like flicking them and he's squishing them with his fingers and he's throwing them against trees and it, it took a long time when he was done you know the monkeys had taken bites out of him and they were scratching him and it got all infected and stuff. And uh, yeah, that was that was a weird one. And it lasted like 40 minutes of an episode. Um, it, was, it was gross. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really gross. Was and he was gross. like the one like when he would squeeze them with his fingers and they would just pop. I thought that was a little excessive. Unnecessary. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, that was my favorite fight scene in the show. Yeah. Okay.
0: Michael, same question. Which Barony would you like to live in? Mm. Um, I think now I'm I'm letting you go
3: first this time so that we don't pass you over. If, if you're, I appreciate that. If you're talking about the pretend world, because Mm -hmm. I did like being inside that high school. Um, they, they used a real high school for a set, um, And they did they did put cots in the classrooms so that the actors could live there. And uh, I lived there for eight or nine months after we were done shooting the show just because it was so nice. Uh, It was nicer than any place I've ever lived, uh, especially once everyone had left and it was just me in the high school and I could run around in just my tidy whiteies, playing music real loud and sliding on my socks down the hallway. Um, yeah. So, but if we're talking about the pretend world that most of the show takes place in um, I would have liked to have been the baron of, of that sewer, the sewer okay. part
1: with the, with the turtles. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. With the turtles. Yeah, because I'm sure there were more than just those four that they found.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a whole generation of them, right? Like the, the millennial. Oh, yeah, I
3: guess if there's teenagers, there's probably adult teenage. Uh, there's yeah. a probably adult ninja mutant turtles and and child ninja mutant turtles. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Zach, same question. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say it seems like if I were living in this world, what. <laughs> what I would want the most is uh, money. And it seemed like the area that made the most money was the, the pregnant women area where they grow all the pregnant women's because, you know, in the future, the heroin messes up sperm. So they can't have any more babies. So they actually found a way to just grow women with fetuses inside of them. And like all these jerky guys will go there and like, just buy these pregnant women. Um, but, I mean, I will say that it probably was my favorite scene was when uh, Mortal Kombat generic character went to mm-hmm. the pregnant woman farm and, uh, you know, kind of bought it like it was uh, like a poinsettia. It was very interesting. And I thought, huh, I would like to know the bureaucracy of how this place works. What's the HR department like? So, yeah, I will say probably uh, I would like to be in charge of the, the, the pregnant women farm.
0: Yeah, Cool. And uh, B, same question. Which barony would you like to live in, and why?
2: Okay, so going back to what like Michael said about the high school, I love it when they like switched back to like the real world because you got like the baronies are more of like a high school clique, Mm -hmm. and I was really, really attached to the Care Bear Club. Mm. You know, the one where they like just collect Care Bears and like assign each other like personas. I loved that, so I I think that would be it for me. my, my bear Sona is the, uh, what, what's the one
3: with like the raindrops? The raindrop
2: bear. Raindrop bear. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sad, oh, raindrop yes. bear. Okay. Sadie yeah. bear.
2: It
3: was a little bit Absolutely. weird um, in the bear. Care Bear Club, though, um, how, because these are like freshmen in high school. So they're like 15, 16 years old. And yeah. they were giving them real tattoos on their stomachs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which, I don't know. I don't know about the morality of, of that particular thing because well, it was they did really, they did really tattoo them. It was well, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I yeah. thought that, like, the practice was just of really that, good effects.
1: Yeah, the re- no, the, they rehearsals, were tattoos. the rehearsals were pretty cool when you have a bunch of these slightly chubby 14 year old boys showing their their bellies off trying to exude magic out of their uh <laughs> intestine area i guess mm-hmm. um but yeah until they got those tattoos nothing <laughs> would happen they were showing their bellies off and going like stare and i'm like that's illegal i can't stare mm-hmm. at that
3: <laughs> they were just bellies though no. you can't stare I don't,
1: it at don't bellies. want that mm. don't want that legal feels like, not in my, feels not like in a my slope not yeah. in my barony
0: <laughs>
1: oh man it's illegal it's illegal there
0: now um i want to round back to when zach mentioned the jerky guys um now uh, season three the show started to flag a little bit and they had some issues they rescheduled it they rearranged when it would air there was some production issues to slash it into so it was like season 3a three 3b three they brought in a lot of celebrity cameos like the jerky boys in season three to try and like drive viewership um now just whoever wants to go first like there are a lot of celebrity cameos to choose from in the show. So whoever's got a favorite or at least one that they want to talk about briefly, because they get kind of weird as the show goes on. So yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm interested in hearing anybody's opinions on the celebrity <clears throat> cameos, anybody specific, what they use them for.
3: The, the deep fake of Mark Hamill as young Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. didn't make any sense. And it was also like, it was so close to actually looking like Mark Hamill from the the late 70s and early eighties that it, it kind of like freaked me out. And he was yeah. in it he like that first season, he is in it a lot. Yeah. And then they just kill him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what's the point of having Luke Skywalker in your show if you're just gonna kill him before he canonically dies in the movies it was just a whole weird thing um yeah. i do like how actual mark hamill did the mocap for it mm-hmm. um but them cgiing his young face onto <clears> throat> his throat> older body i don't know um it wasn't my favorite one but it was definitely
1: the one that stuck out the most
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah i'll say for me it was that that three episode arc in season two where carrot top was in it because i remember being a huge carrot Mm -hmm. top fan i know that man's voice i know his abs but i know his voice and i'm like that's not carrot top's voice what's going on here because the performance was good Uh, But vocally, it just was a little rigid. It turns out that Kevin Spacey had originally filmed that Mm. and that they had digitally taken him out and digitally put in Carrot Top without actually putting the new lines in there. Um, So I thought that being that they kind of treat uh, uh, redheads very special and irreverent in this show, Mm -hmm. uh, it was pretty interesting to bring in uh, Carrot Top. Uh, I thought that was cool. I'll say that it was Uh cool. No, re- real quick, just as a,
0: to ride that, um, they do digitally add as props. Um, mm-hmm. like Zach, just real quick. Cause you brought it up like top three props that care top fights with in this
1: show. Yeah, that one, like the the lobster ring that kind of mm-hmm. is like a nunchuck, but there's, yeah. I guess, like an eel in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty interesting um, how he got that piano up in the air. I mean, it was like a little Schroeder piano, like from Peanuts, but it was kind of funny to see that little tiny piano come down and hit that guy and break up. And then when he smiled, he had those keys dangling out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Um and then the last one I would say was a full size swordfish, and and it wasn't because of the prop. I'll say it was the choreography of that sword fight using that beautiful marlin that I think was still alive. I'm not really sure. Um, but honestly, what can't Carrot Top do? Uh,
2: you forgot to mention my favorite one. Um, remember when he had like that that chicken Gundam thing? And oh they had, no. like, a big, yeah. Big like fight with in the city, and it was just. They ruined, they destroyed absolutely everything, but it was just I.
1: Well, that was was cool because it's a cool Mm -hmm. twist on a mech suit because obviously we all saw it It wasn't a robot. It was a live chicken Mm -hmm. that Carrot Top just meshed himself into that brain and then controlled it Ratatouille cooking style. Um, And then watching that bloody corpse of a chicken just shred that town like Mm -hmm. a mech suit. Yeah, you're right. I probably should have taken that one. So, uh, take out the lobster nunchucks and put in the chicken mech suit.
0: They now fun fact: they did build that physical. That's a physical prop that they actually built, like a set for, like the control yeah. the control suit, where when he's in it and he's like doing the doing the motions. It was designed to rise and fall 15 feet to simulate the shaking of the mech when it was being
3: hit by the French fry. Yeah.
1: Oh. That's and they
3: they also built a set for the town that they destroyed, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't just like the facade of the town. They actually like built the apartments, furnished them, had people move in Mm -hmm. um, and then they destroyed it. They didn't tell these people that they were going to destroy this town. So all of the people falling out of the buildings, running, screaming for their lives, that was all real because they wanted to capture that. um, And that's all in the uh, director's commentary. Mm -hmm. The, 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 uh, the director, the yeah. one that was in jail for setting all of that up um mm-hmm. they did let him have a phone call because again this thing was such a big deal yeah that like he has his own like they show pictures of his jail cell and it just looks like a lush you know new york apartment he does have his own phone and stuff so he could do all of that stuff for for the director's commentary but um but yeah that those were real people um several people died in that um, a, a, a bunch lost <laughs> lost limbs um, and have permanent injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was terrible, but I mean, very memorable shot. So I think it was
1: worth it. Yeah, well, when I told Dylan that that was one of my favorite scenes, he told me, he's like, you know how they did that. Uh, What they did first was they actually built a model of that entire town, and then they would just throw dead chickens in the model. And it just didn't look good enough, which is when apparently they had to build the full-size real Mm -hmm. thing just to make Mm -hmm. that, you know, as accurate.
0: And uh, B... Favorite celebrity cameo. Okay. Rose.
2: All right. So um, I think it was in, it was like season two episode like 50, I think mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's the music number one, you know, it was, it yeah. just turned into like a giant musical number and Jack Black was like the absolute star of it. They called it into the Ballad lands. Yeah. Yes. That's the name of it. Oh my God. It was so good. The music made me cry. Like, I'm not kidding. I was, I, I was bawling on my couch because I didn't know that Jack Black could sing opera like that. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm getting weepy, like mm-hmm. literally, just thinking about it. Yeah, he was so good in that episode. He had no right to be that good. Yeah, 10 yeah. Ten out of ten yeah. for me.
1: Well, he was yeah. he was in talks of doing a cartoon spinoff mm-hmm. of that called Into the Bandlands, but they thought that would just be a little bit too close to you know his normal shtick. So it didn't yeah, work
2: yeah, out. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So I think we got one more t- time for like one more round question. And I want to kind of like send us into the future a little bit. Now, of course, it got canceled after three seasons, ended on a cliffhanger. They did their best to wrap everything up. But if we got a season four to bring the story all the way to a close, what would we do? B, let's hear from you first. Like, what would you want to see in season four?
2: Um uh, so I would I would really like for them to at least sum up like the romance between um that mom that like beat the shit out of the principal and mm-hmm. the principal. I want to see a conclusion to that because they kind of like hinted at it but like it didn't go anywhere. Um I would love for them to do like a sequel musical number cuz you know I'm absolutely all about my musicals. Um oh, gosh no I just I really want them to get those two characters together though yep. like 100%. Right on. It, it's not fair that, you know, it's been so like will they won't they, you know?
3: There there was supposed to be a conclusion to that. Okay. Um, and Jack Jack does still text me like two or three times a week and he's like I really want to do that scene that they wrote for us where the where the two of you are floating uh down uh, the Venice uh canals and I am serenading you he has this beautiful musical number mm. he's playing uh he's playing the accordion and just serenading us while we make sweet love um right there uh on you know it's it's tasteful it's tasteful they mm-hmm. they do like the Simpsons thing where they you know block us out with oars and you know sunflowers and stuff mm-hmm. uh, but but it, it, it was very nice. And if it makes you feel any better, those two characters um, do get together in the end. And Come Jack in. Black is a huge part of it. Um, he's he's the third in the thruple.
2: Hmm. Oh my, I wouldn't, yeah. have saw, I wouldn't have seen that coming at all. Yeah. Oh my no. God. Okay. It has been keeping me up at night. I was wondering where Jack Black would fit into this. And I've been shipping them all so hard together. Mm-hmm. Um, I've written so many fan fictions about this exact scenario. I'm oh, not. No. We've,
3: we've okay. read them. We've read uh-huh. them. Jack and I talk about them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. We're huge fans of your, me and Jack are both huge mm-hmm. fans of your, uh, your fan
1: fics. <laughs> Okay, yeah. my, my name is Zach, but that, yeah. that is very true.
0: <laughs> and uh, Michael, yes. continuation into season four. Where do you want to see it go?
3: Oh, you know, I do like um I do like the real world high school, just like B. Um, I think we should keep the I think we should keep the high drama and everything, but instead of these big elaborate sets um just have the kids doing the thing in the playground with their foam swords and their pretend magic um i think that would be very interesting um with just just the principal and that mother just like go into town in his office just all the time
0: a whole season of that
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: they're they're just like, like there's, you- there's like 65 episodes in a season that seems like a lot of filler
2: yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, you, it, I
3: most
2: wouldn't consider of, it like filler if it has like significance to the plot.
3: Most, most of the mom principal stuff is just seen through the window um, while the kids okay. are in the playground some, playing. Some
0: Hitchcock style. Yes. Yeah. Sort yep. of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
3: All right. I, it could probably
0: work. Yeah. <laughs> you get the right director on board like Brett Ratner or someone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, Zach season four
1: yeah i think uh you know for me what would be a great continuation is part of the storyline that i thought they dropped off a little bit too soon and early on in season two when uh sunny opens up that restaurant and he's like what do you think the people in the badlands will want to eat and they're like well obviously pepperoni pizza so when he opens up that italian restaurant and then that one guy who i guess gets a job as like well, he, he gets the first job as like the dishwasher, but then eventually he mm-hmm. starts like, you know, tossing the pizza. And that's when he teaches uh, Sonny uh, Kung Fu Italiano, which is obviously the Italian style of, of Kung Fu, which Sonny does not know. Um, but I feel that once uh, his pregnant, the, the, the pregnant woman showed up, uh, he kind of just ditched that restaurant. Um, and I would like to see him maybe pull a Dagobah Luke situation and go back to the restaurant and really finish that Italian training.
2: Hang on, I need a wall outlet. Okay. Nope. <clears throat> Didn't
0: know if this was a bit or not. Yeah, nope. I like I like the tour of these it might uh, be. <laughs> room. <laughs> uh, my <so> new bedroom. <laughs> so yeah, uh that's into the I think that's into the bad ones unless anyone else has anything they want to say about it, uh, specifically or otherwise. Um Kung Fu post-apocalypse kind of steampunk diesel punk like weird m- mystical wire fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um now would any of you go through and re-watch this?
1: Only season two.
2: I've watched certain episodes, right? I don't think I'd I don't think I'd go through and like watch absolutely everything. Just my favorite mm. bits. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you need to like. If I'm gonna write more fan fiction, I need to like study certain things, certain scenes. Sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The problem is that, uh, I already watched it three times, and it is over a hundred hours worth of mm-hmm. of content because that second season. I don't know why that second season got so many episodes. I mean, I'm not complaining about it, but uh, it's, it's like an epic. I think it was yeah. from the, it was during the writer's strike. Okay, it's just it's it's so long. There's like 170 hours and I've already watched it three times. Mm -hmm. Um, I would love to watch it again. But um, I I mean, I can't I don't have any more uh, vacation time from work. Yeah. Uh, So I guess I'm just gonna have to wait until maybe next year. I'll do it again.
0: Yeah. Uh, now I have watched this through twice Um, once just on my own time. I was a huge fan once in preparation for the show. Cause we've had so long to prepare. Uh, And for someone who's for people who are not so into the magic style of the fighting in season three, the first season has very good, very well choreographed fight scenes. It has a very fun kind of story. That's not, doesn't take itself too seriously. And it has some very good action writing. It has good, a lot of good one-liners and, I would recommend anyone who's curious about it, give the first six episodes a watch. If you want to go, go ahead. But most of the charisma starts to drain out during the second season. Uh, So yeah, that is our discussion on Into the Badlands. Thanks for watching. And now it comes to the point where we have to talk about what we're doing next. What show we're going to be not binging next?
1: Uh, I suggested Gold Girls. (laughs) Right. I also suggested Saved by the Bell, mm-hmm. but only the college years.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, they hey, hey, in... Listen, they have
3: Bells in college? Yeah, dude. Oh, they have Richard Belzer in college. <laughs> that's what I thought Thank he
1: gosh. said. <laughs> I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> Belzer. Are... <laughs> <Bum, bum. laughs> CSIR. Order. Yeah. Well, that's where his Bells was from. Law and Order. Law and... Uh, saved so... by the Bell SVU. Yeah. What's it called? Like Sunnyvale or something? Whatever. something uh yeah. but i th- i think we're gonna do a good place yeah i'm gonna the do... good place the good place the, the
0: good, good place.
3: place yeah the good place the at least one of them maybe the... one of my favorite maybe my favorite sitcom of all time it's
0: very good uh it's for anyone so for anyone good. who doesn't know it's michael sure he's the guy who also did the office parks and rec and i think 30 rock was he involved in 30 rock? No. It there was that was just on at the same time. And it's yeah. the be- it's, it's and I love The Office it's the best and of the I love he's done.
3: Parks and Rec. It is yeah. the best show he's done.
0: It it involves yeah. a lot of philosophical discussion about the afterlife, a lot of very good humor and a lot of good character stuff and we are and a, not going to
3: binge it next And time. a lot of just the hottest people you've ever
0: seen. <laughs> Indeed.
1: <laughs> we literally have no time to binge oh that. Show. No. Uh,
0: <laughs> so we are going to be putting this or we're going to be doing that in two weeks' time, I believe, because we're going to start releasing these every two weeks, as opposed yeah, yeah, to yeah. every week. That way, we have some time
3: to not binge. <laughs> we're not changing the name of the show. We're not changing we? no, no. the show. The name of the show binge. is great.
0: The name of the show is <laughs> award nominated.
3: Oh yeah, that's true. All right. And, all right, and uh, yeah, let's thanks for not us. talk let's do... about our nominations until we know if we actually won. Yeah. let's do
1: plugs well, we're... instead. We're nominated. We got Zach, laurels. We're nom- Zach, what? plug your stuff. Hey, all right, well, if you want to hear my stupid voice say things that Dylan's stupid brain writes, uh, open up any (laughs) app you have on your phone whatsoever and type in some nobodies. Uh, We have podcasts, we have music videos, we have uh, entertaining, uh, award winning prior to this year. Uh, shows such as Create Your Own Pod Venture, which you get to choose your own way that that's going to go. Uh, you can listen to episode one and then listen to whatever episode you want. We don't really care. Mm-hmm. We also have uh, Silicon Angels, which is literally the funniest show about sex robots and phone calls that have to do with mm-hmm. sex robots. Um, but that's, yeah, you, that's you a 100% al- fact. But mm-hmm. it's true. Uh, you can always see us live on Tuesdays. We do our show Twitching Upstream, which is an offshoot of our Sunday show called Talking Upstream. And we are very proud of that. And uh, that's it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Michael Kung-Folby, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me
3: on award-nominated uh, Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex on the Moth Network. Uh, you can also find me on I Love This Terrible Game, which is a video game show where we talk about video games. And on Generation Clash, which is a music podcast about two generations trying to get each other to listen to uh, each other's music. Uh, it's a wonderful show. Um, and. Uh, Uh, PowerPoint showdown showdown. on YouTube, um, where we find some PowerPoint presentations on the internet and then we make up, uh, presentations based off of those. Yes, nobody on the show works on them at all. No. Uh, we just pretend that we are experts on subjects and make absolute asses out of ourselves. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. we get to learn Zach Wiseman's deepest, <laughs> uh, darkest <laughs> uh, secrets. I'm not gonna. I'm
1: not gonna release that episode. <laughs> Don't worry, I have it so I can release it. That one, that one caught and me off guard. B.
0: Where can people find your stuff?
2: Okay, so pretty much anywhere uh, that you can find podcasts, you can find my podcast that I run with my husband, Tom, uh, Deep Lore, the podcast that is neither deep nor about lore. (laughs) Um, You can also find uh, my show, Is This Podcast a Jojo Reference, which, spoiler alert, yes. Yeah, it (laughs) is. Everything is. Everything is.
3: And I I will say that Deep Lore, uh, I enjoy infinitely more than the show Avatar. (laughs) my praise fantastic
2: i you love to hear it
3: i i do i listen to it and i'm like i'm not gonna watch this show but i love this podcast
2: (laughs) we do an episode about avatar here
1: (laughs) sure (laughs) sure yeah how about you how about you list what about you dylan where can people find or, or read you
0: oh hey yeah Find me everywhere Zach talked about, and I'm also on Twitter at Vorpal underscore words, and we're going to be doing PowerPoint showdown coming out probably by the time this shows this episode's out. No. 100%. It'll be out by the time you're watching this, so go watch those episodes that are out now and that are coming out in the future.
2: The and future relative came-
0: to when you're watching the episode, and technically when we're recording this, because time yeah. is fluid, and we are but four-dimensional beings in three-dimensional space. Dylan, do you have anything else to say to the people at home?
1: <laughs> uh, I don't think so, nope. Zach. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Nobody knows
2: what is true.
1: Ain't none of your damn business. And now something completely different. Hello?
0: Hello? What I do is uh, I look a woman up and down and I say,
2: I'm coming! Enjoy your. Bitch.
1: Oh, that too far.
3: Oh, you want to get into things? Well,
2: I mean. No, 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 no.
1: no. Let's get into things. Let's get real. Everybody, Bojack wants to get real.
2: Cancel the bubble round, because we're getting real.